Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. And welcome back to the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline. The radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince, with you. As we've been telling you, we've been expanding our footprint, and today will be no exception to the rule. We are headed up north in the wonderful state of Texas, Waxahachie, Texas. That sounds colder than Prairie View, Texas. And with this last freeze we had, I'm pretty sure he's going to agree with that statement. But we'll present to some and introduce to others none other than the head football coach of the Southwestern Assemblies of God, the Lions, a.k.a. Sagu, Coach Ryan Smith. How are you doing today, Coach? I'm good, Dr. Prince. I really appreciate you having us on, man. And, and what you guys do, the platform is such a huge advantage for everybody. I just, I'm a big fan of you guys, and I'm thankful to be partnering with you as we kind of move forward. I really appreciate it. Well, we're looking forward to it. And as we say, welcome to the family. And uh, speaking of the family, of people like the Southwestern Assemblies of God, they play football. Well, there's a newsflash. They didn't just start playing football, been playing for a while. So if you could, Coach, give a little history of the program and, of course, you've been an alumnus and how you ended up back home to coach your alma mater. So the program started in 1998. Uh, it spent uh, two years as a club sport and then became a varsity uh, collegiate competition sport. I arrived on campus in the fall of 2001. And I started at quarterback from 2001 through 2004. Uh, so it's just a special place for me. I was in those early years when we were trying to build it, trying to establish ourselves. Stepped away, uh, coached at the high school level in Texas and coached at the high school level in Mississippi, which is where I'm actually from, uh, for an extended amount of time. And then reconnected with our athletic director, who was my coach when I was here. And when the head coaching job came open, gave me an opportunity to uh, interview. And, and, you know, this is my dream job. This is the job I always wanted. So, you know, I'm doing exactly what, you know, God will align your dreams. Uh, and I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. And, you know, so he, he did that for me. And it, this is the position I've always wanted to be in. I think I've got the greatest job in college football because I get the balance of pastoring, uh, which is something I've been in the pulpit since I was 15 years old, and then also coaching, uh, which is something I've been doing for a long time. So this is just a unique place. Uh, fortunately, we've been able to build it, and we're slowly building it to you know a, a nationally recognized competitive program that competes at a very high level, and we're in year three of our field. Uh, randomly enough, we're still in year three. We've been in, in year three since August, uh, but we're still trying to finish up this season. Well, I think it's been suspended animation for everyone involved with the circumstances that we're dealing with right now. And when you speak about the, uh, I'm going to say the double side, the spiritual side, and then there's the athletic slash man side. Throwing your tenure growing up, did you find it somewhat difficult for people to even fathom that you could actually 
have both? You know, I think so. Uh, at an early age, you know, I, I had, I'm from a small town, uh, so everybody deemed me at my teenage years to be a preacher and a pastor. Uh, but my passion was connected through football. So there was always a drive that took me to football. So I quickly realized that this was a perfect assembly for me. Uh, so I actually came to Sagu to be a uh, ministry major, switched my major to education so that I could, you know, use football as a platform for me. And, uh, it's, it, you know, it's been the perfect harmony. You know, and, and it's shown it's show throughout my life. Uh, it's been big in some platforms, small in others. Uh, when my, the last time I, when I was in Mississippi, uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to be in a city, uh, in a school district that hadn't won very much, and we were very successful the two years I was the head coach there. I actually got to baptize one of my players, um, and I've, I've actually baptized a player here. So these are really unique experiences that are just, it's a culmination moment where you realize that your calling will align with, with your passion. You know, it's, it's a heavenly calling combined with an earthly passion, you know, and uh, it just allows me to do both. And we're seeing the fruits of our labor in the development of our men and, you know, their character and those type things. So it is, it's a great balance. Well, we actually applaud that because here at the Open Mic, we have a model where we're serving the community through faith and athletics. And a lot of people don't realize that pastors are human, pastors are fans, pastors are passionate about athletics just as they're passionate about winning souls. And what a feeling of, of rush of enthusiasm being able to baptize one of your own kids. I'm saying kids loosely because they're strong enough to knock me over right now with a pinky finger. But, you know, to be able to baptize these guys, knowing that you're giving them the, the triple opportunity in life. And when I say triple opportunity, the, the opportunity of drawing closer to the Lord, the opportunity of playing collegiate athletics, and then the opportunity of being able to get at college education out of this. So it's got to be a win-win-win situation. Yes, sir. And you know, another thing, and it's so weird you say triple. Part of our program development is called three-dimensional programming. And what we talk about is making sure they're physically prepared to play, making sure they're mentally engaged into their academic process, and then making sure they're spiritually driven uh, and spiritually led, you know. So those goes into our three-dimensional aspect of our, our building of our men, is making sure that all of these guys are very engaged in all three dimensions. You know, mentally engaged, physically prepared, and spiritually led. That's our three-dimensional development. Very good, and it's uh, what appropriate. And I could play on another three, one for the Father, one for the Son, and one for the Holy Spirit. But we will not make this into a sermon today. We're going to stick with the X's and O's. But I can go there with you at the drop of a dime. We're on the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union hotline with Sagu, Southwestern Assemblies of God, head football coach Ryan Smith. You are the Lions, of course, and, of course, the Lion with great significance behind that mascot. You had a game scheduled this past week, but due to circumstances, it was postponed against Texas Wesleyan. A, are you planning to make that game up anytime soon, or will you just turn the page and hit for your next opponent? 
Well, uh, we are heading for our next opponent. We This Saturday we go to Oklahoma to play Langston, a really good athletic Langston team. Um, and, but what we're trying to do is reschedule Texas Wesleyan on March the 20th. Uh, now, Texas Wesleyan had a severe COVID outbreak. They actually canceled their first four football games uh, just because by the time they got out of protocol and got everything done, they felt like they, to be prepared to play, they would need a little bit of time. So they've canceled their first four games. Uh, we're going to make a decision next week to reschedule them. If not, we're talking with another team in our conference, Wayland Baptist out of Plainview, about the potential of them coming here on March 13th. Uh, we're just doing everything we can to try to, you know, maintain the integrity of a six-game schedule so these guys can play. Now, you just spoke about your next opponent being the Langston Lions. They went out west to Arizona Christian, fell short 21-10. I'm pretty sure by now you've got footage and you're Xing and Owen and dissecting, getting ready for uh, this Saturday's competition. What are you seeing, uh, some of the things that Langston – are going to try to do to be successful, and what are you guys going to have to do to counter that? You know, uh, those guys are really good coaches over there. They're really good friends of mine. Quentin and Coach Griffin, their defensive coordinator, uh, a lot of respect for those guys. Uh, defensively, uh, they play a base 4 They're really always really good at the defensive line position, uh, extremely athletic, uh, you know, at linebacker and defensive back. So we anticipate nothing less. Uh, you know, they move around a good bit. Uh, they have the athletes with the ability to play man coverage. Uh, so it frees up to send more guys to the box and bring more pressure. Uh, so we anticipate that. But, you know, we, we feel we do have a good game plan. Uh, you know, and we're excited about it offensively. Now, from a defensive standpoint, our defensive standpoint, offensively, they're really quarterback predicated. Uh, if you go back and study 2018, they had a really good quarterback, uh, Jalen Lowe, who uh, got some NFL interest. And he, uh, you know, they were very RPO-based, very quarterback-friendly. Uh, this past year, they had a, a really good running back who was the Sooner Athletic Conference Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, and they just kind of lined it up, got an eye, and handed it to it. Uh, you know, after one game, it's really hard to assess a team's identity on offense. But they're really big up front. Uh, they have some athleticism at receiver. Uh, quarterback play, I think they're still kind of figuring that out. Uh, they had a young freshman playing last week. Not sure if they had all their guys eligible and ready to go. So kind of waiting on that to see if that's the case. But, you know, nonetheless, Quentin, uh, head coach, uh, and then their defense coordinator, Coach Griffin, those guys are really good coaches. Uh, Langston's got a history of being a great program, so we're going up there. You know, all all the bullets in the gun, you know, and, and, and go out and compete, play hard, and give ourselves a chance to win a football game. We're on the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline with head football coach Ryan Smith of the Southwestern Assemblies of God's Lions. Now, Coach, what is the scheme that you prefer to try and run on offense and defensive for the Lions? So, offensively, we're a, uh, you know, I'm the offense coordinator and I coach our quarterback. Um you know, I, my background is in high school. I was a two-tight, triple-option quarterback. And when I came out here, I began studying Mark, uh, Mike Leach and, and the air raid stuff with Hal Mundy and those guys. And I've tried to marry those principles for the last 17 years with option-based football with a spread look. So we're very multiple. Uh, you know, 
we 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 all everything that we do predicates on a good quarterback play. Uh, we've got an extremely good quarterback. He's a graduate transfer out of Arkansas. Uh, extremely talented guy, really intelligent guy. So everything goes out of him. A lot of RPOs. Uh, we like to get our guys in space. And you know, I have this principle: don't if I go to halftime and I'm the head coach for the Los Angeles Lakers, and LeBron's only shot it three times, I'm not doing a very good job as a coach. So, <laughs> you know, we, we, yes, we're getting a lot, you know, we want to get guys the football, get them touches. So we're real touch focused. We want 10 to 12, you know, 10 to 12 guys touching the football at all times so that they can make plays. Well, you know, when I heard that triple option, I got excited because to me, if I were uh, to get back into a coaching atmosphere, I think that is the way to go for several factors. Um, not that you're lacking therein, but I don't need the most talented guy to fit that system, but I need a guy that's going to be a hard worker and a go-getter. And I can always keep myself in the game because of time possession. And if I got me a kicker and, and a decent defense, I'm going to win more than I lose. So I like that approach. And there is a JUCO not too far from you guys because where you are, uh, northeastern Oklahoma. To me, they run probably the best option from the spread that I've seen in a mini moon and very precise and efficient. If you ever get a chance, go and check them out. But it sounds like it's going to be some exciting times this coming weekend. Now, when you think about it, uh, and I've asked all of my NAIA coaches that we had on thus far, football is still football, regardless of the level that you're playing. Does it ever make you scratch your head when people are not as conscious of NAI football play? You know, I do. And we spend a lot of time really trying to, uh, uh, I guess, justify our talent level. Uh, and explain, you know, the, the level of talent we play at because there's a pretense and I think there's a misconception that because we're not NCAA, that the talent level is a little different, you know, that it's not as as, as up to par as, you know, NCAA. But what you're going to find is NAI talent level is equivalent to uh, Division II NCAA, and it's it's very comparable and competitive, and that's our goal is to be competitive at that level so that we are now in recruiting scenarios where that, you know, we can kind of manipulate things and, and we can compete with the D2s on good athletes. And that's our goal in recruiting is, is to provide a product, and present a brand that's, you know, that's the equivalent of that Division II model uh, that helps us pull some of those guys. And, you know, my next thing is we can do so much more as far as getting guys eligible academically that the NCAA cannot, that it makes us a huge advantage for guys. Uh, you know, guys that still want to play that maybe had a bad semester academically or, or got an injury and, you know, got, got kicked to the side or, you know, di different things like that. We, we really feel like our product, the NAI brand, and everything that we do nationally and locally here at our institution really provides a good opportunity for guys to have a great experience. You know, I mean, we, we go to, you know, I, I tell people all the time, everywhere I've been in my life is because football took me there. Uh, so, you know, it's the same for a lot of these guys. You know, we're, you know, a couple weeks from now, 
we get on a plane and go to Arizona. I, well, I got a bunch of guys who's never flown before. So we give them that opportunity and, and, and you know, let them see that, which is which is huge advantage. So Now, let me ask you this, Coach. When it's already a challenge because you got to go through some of these myths that you have to, when you get the opportunity, dispel. Is it a little bit more challenging for you recruiting uh, athletes because of the fact that your uh, religious-based university and some people feel slightly uncomfortable, or do you have to kind of be selective on the guys that you offer the opportunity to come and be a part of your program to? You know, I think we vet them, uh, you know, and we do. We, we may lose some because we're very transparent about who we are. You know, at SAGU, you're going to go to chapel. You're going to take Bible classes. Uh, that's foundationally who we are. You know, I have a minor in biblical studies. Uh, you know, so my leadership influence is very biblically based because I think you're, you're the Bible, you know, there's a lot of great leadership books. And I've read all of them. Uh, the, the Bible's still the greatest leadership book ever written. So, um, you know, I think there's, there is some guys that go, hey, coach, that's just not what I want my college experience to be. And I completely understand that, and I'm okay with that. But what I've found so many times, guys that um, guys that, that uh, didn't really know or were questionable, and I say, hey, just give me an opportunity, that, that it's a true known fact that no matter what, these guys want to be loved up and they want to be taken care of. And, you know, that's what we do, man. We love, we love these guys. And we take care of them and we pour into them and we coach them with passion and we develop them at the same time. And, you know, I've got a theory that, you know, I've got four kids of my own. And if I will clothe you and feed you, you'll probably keep coming back. So, you know, that's the goal of I don't know how old your four kids are. You keep feeding and clothing them. They won't ever want to leave. Neither. <laughs> I've got a 21-year-old, so I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, sir. We're on the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline with Coach Ryan Smith of the Southwestern Assemblies of God Lions. They'll be doing battle with the Langston Lions. The Battle of the Lions this weekend in Langston, Oklahoma. Coach, we are excited to have you part of the Open Mic family, and we look forward to much, much more. And we're actually going to try to see if we can even maneuver where we can do a game or two for you guys through our network on the audio side of things. But I know you guys already have some things in place, but never say never, right? Oh, no, I think we're all about it. I spoke to my athletic director, and he didn't seem like it was conflict. So from an audio standpoint, I think it would be great. Well, look, Coach, we have a – tradition here at the open mic where we want to give you an opportunity to have some closing thoughts and comments we thank you so much for the time and we'll now give the floor back to you well you know i'd just like to say that i'm in, in this season with as much adversity that our guys are going through with all the COVID protocols the extended season you know i, I we had a meet we had our team meeting last night did our our, our bible study uh, and i told him i said guys i know you're weary We've been doing this since August, and we've played two football games. You know, you, you take in some breaks there, but we've really been consistently getting ready to play since August, and we've only played two games. So to all the coaches out there, so to, you know, to administration and to these players specifically, man, just, you know, what, what I encourage is do not grow weary uh, that, that we will reap at the proper time. And I'm just proud of our guys. I know I'm proud of our coaches because they have diligently just worked throughout this whole thing. 
and I'm excited to see our young men play this Saturday and get an opportunity to go out and compete because they deserve that. They've endured. They, they did went through protocols. They did everything they've been asked to do. And this has kind of been my challenge this whole thing during COVID is do what you have to do so you get to do what you want to do. And, and that's been my encouragement the whole year. And uh, just really appreciate you guys again, Dr. Prince. Thank you guys for having me on. And I look forward to this relationship and let's continue to grow it. Yes, sir. As you were speaking, I thought about Moses and his exodus. It should have taken 30 days. It ended up taking 40 years. But because of his impatience, do not become weary in your well-doing. Don't strike the rock. Let it do what it does, and this too shall pass. Coach, we want to wish you nothing but luck on this season, and we look forward to the growth as well, and we look forward to hearing from the Lions each and every week right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. He is Coach Ryan Smith of the Southwestern Assemblies of God Lions, a.k.a. Sagu. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince, reminding that you can follow me on Twitter at The Mike Prince Show. The YouTube channel is Open Mic Broadcast Network, our website, obnradio.com. And until the next time, you guys be blessed, and we'll see you on the other side. The Open Mic Broadcast Network would like to take this time to recognize its sponsors and underwriters. Attorney Lee Van Richardson, Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union, Prairie View Athletic Club, Temple of Refuge Ministries, Reflections Paint and Body Shop, Helping Hands Lawn Service, Diva Skin Conditioner, Purple Drip Daiquiri and Grill. For more information on how you can become an underwriter or a sponsor here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network, our number to call is 832-213-8824. Serving the community through faith and athletics. The Open Mic Broadcast Network, Prairie View, Texas. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.